2: Kroger Fresh for Everyone. This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. It's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice-cold Coke. This is our very first episode as Locatora Radio for the Michael Dura network. We're beyond thrilled. We're in a legitimate studio space and we have not seen the inside of one of these in many years. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura podcast network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts.
3: Cartier, Rolex, Gucci, Prada, Jordan, Adidas, Bottega Veneta. At eBay, it's real or it's getting the fake out. eBay's team of luxury authenticators make sure you never get faked over. Watches inspected by watch aficionados. Sneakers checked by legit sneakerheads. Handbags examined by handbag connoisseurs. And jewelry in the scopes of expert gemologists. The details inspected, the fakes rejected. Ensure your next purchase is the real deal with eBay's authenticity guarantee. Everyone deserves real. Visit ebay.com for terms. Let me
4: guess. Unknown caller. You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data, and we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com/onlineprivacyprotection. Welcome in to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast
0: presented by SeatGeek, a podcast dedicated to everything you need to know about the squad. Hear from players, coaches, broadcasters, and those who cover
3: the NBA on a daily basis. The New Orleans
0: Pelicans podcast starts right now.
3: Welcome to the Pelicans podcast presented as always by SeatGeek, I am Joe Cardosi joined by the intrepid Mr. Jim Eichenhofer. Jim, we've had a couple of games since the last time we talked to the people here, Uh, a lot of new developments, a lot of players kind of breaking out. Don't you think?
5: Yeah. I mean, the last couple of games over the weekend were once again, just a lot of positive developments. Um, I thought the opener against Chicago that we talked about last week was just a lot of fun. I mean, for a preseason game, it was, there were so many things that happened that made it an entertaining evening. Um, Obviously the Pelicans won twice Friday and Sunday, the winning and losing isn't really necessarily that crucial to the preseason, but yeah, it certainly does. And, and also just a sign of kind of the direction. I think things are heading with the team in general, but Friday, really the highlight was Jose Alvarado had 28 points. I love the way that that was his show. Yeah. I love the way that he is making strides offensively. Um, I was discussing this briefly with someone, people on Twitter, um, to me, it's great that he has the option of I can take over a game scoring-wise. I can also distribute. Again, In the game against Chicago, he had six assists, and he had, I want to say maybe all of them, he set somebody up for a wide-open layup or dunk. So it wasn't one of those fake assists where yeah. the shot clock's running down, and as a last resort, you just dump it off to somebody who happens to make a basket. He created the, the play for the guy that finished it. So that was great. So for him to be able to go back and forth, I think – to have the option of doing either one is is huge because there's going to be teams that leave him open outside and yep. say there's four other guys on this court that are huge scorers with the talent that's on this roster. So we're going to leave you open and he can make them pay with having a game like that in preseason, I think is great. Um, and if he, there's a night where Zion Ingram, CJ cast of thousands are rolling, yeah. he can just be like the setup guy and say, I don't need to shoot tonight. I'm going to just get you guys easy baskets.
3: Well, it's just so great to see that because I think if you ask most people, they think of Jose Alvarado as a defensive presence. They mm-hmm. think of Jose as, you know, stealing and
5: yep. and, cre- and
3: hounding uh, players on defense. But if he can have that sort of offensive output, I know he talked about spending some time with Tony Parker yeah. uh, from San Antonio. floater game, yeah. Yeah, dealing with his, his floater mm-hmm. and, and his shots. And I don't know if it's, if it's that paying off or just his hard work because he is a grinder. Uh it's, it's great to see that side of Jose's game coming out.
5: Yeah, I mean, imagine if he turns into a really big plus on the offensive end. He's already a massive positive defensively, like you said, where, I mean, he could be one of those guys that starts getting consideration for all defense in the next couple of years, or who knows, maybe even this season. Um, so just to see him make that th- those kind of strides at the other end of the floor are great. I do think that part of it is just having the experience of going through his rookie season this was something that Antonio Daniels touched on with Graft during the radio broadcast last night that he, I thought was really interesting. And he made a lot of really good points about just the confidence level that Jose has knowing, you know, I'm, I, I deserve to be here. Yeah. Antonio talked about how Jose wasn't sure he, I think Jose even asked Antonio, like, do you think I'm good enough to be in the NBA? Do, do I belong here? And now Jose knows that. And you can see that reflected in just the way he's playing offensively right now. Yeah, I mean
3: he was forged in fire. He didn't, he thought he was gonna be a two-way player, maybe. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. there was no guarantees that Jose Alvarado was gonna be on this roster at all. And he became not only uh, an important part of this roster, but now his future is even brighter than it was last season. And he became a fan favorite last season. I'm I'm so proud of Jose Alvarado and, and the progression he's gone through. And also Trey Murphy. Uh Trey Murphy has is back. And it looks like his three is uh, is looking good.
5: Yeah, in Sunday's game against San Antonio, I mean, he was awesome. There's no other way to put it as far as just how dangerous he was from three-point range. He had two different quarters where he made three three-pointers. I think both instances it was in a brief span where, you know, he's some of them he's a step or two beyond the line. I mean, he's got range not just at the stripe but a couple steps back from there. So, I mean, he was great. And uh, just if he can give them that kind of three-point presence – this season, that'll be huge. Um, another guy, just like Jose, I think, has a chance to make a big jump this year in terms of how productive he is and how much of an impact he makes.
3: He's one of Graf's favorites. He loves to yell Murphy's corner. And if he keeps this up, it looks like Graf's going to be shrieking Murphy's corner a whole bunch this season.
5: Yeah, he's uh, he's got a chance to, you know, be one of the best. Th- I mean, he was one of the best three-point shooters in the league, in the second half of last season. I think it was a little bit overlooked because if he had such a rough start to the season that his total three-point percentage wasn't that great. But if you just look at from February on, I mean, he was he was one of the better. I, I want to say maybe top 10, top 15 percent in percentage. And then obviously in the game against the Clippers and the play-in game, that might be a big springboard for him where he made a couple of and definitely one of the biggest shots of the entire season for New Orleans. So now I think it's about building on that. And I mean, I think there's a lot of enthusiasm within the team, outside the team, from the fan base about what that guy could be capable of this year. So it's just exciting to be able to, to, to watch, to see the progress that he'll make.
3: And it's been such a thing that people have harped on for so long is we need outside shooting. We need three-point shooters. Mm-hmm. And now it almost seems like we have an embarrassment of riches and it's sort of pick your poison. Are you going to get killed on the inside with our bigs and Zion? Or are you going to mm-hmm. get you know, chopped apart on the outside with Trey Murphy, CJ, B.I. It's a beautiful problem to have at this point in the season.
5: It really is. And imagine what he's going to the spacing that is going to be created for him when he's out there with the all of the main guys. I'm sure there will be some lineups where Trey Murphy gets to play with CJ and B.I. and Zion and Jonas. Um, he was out there with he, a couple of those guys didn't play last night, um, which is fine. It's preseason. It's not not the end of the world that some some of the guys are missing some games. But, but I'm I'm really excited to to look forward to, uh, and I'm sure he's even more excited than anyone, to think about what kind of shots he's going to get when he's with the talent that's surrounding him here.
3: Absolutely. And speaking of being excited and being surrounded by talent on the podcast today, uh, Jen Hale, who is very, very busy. Uh, you can catch her on FS1 as the host now of Undisputed. You can catch her on Pelicans Insider on Valley Sports, and you can catch her on the sidelines for Pelicans game all season long. Uh, We were so happy to get some time with Jen Hale, and let's meet with her now.
2: This clip is brought to you by Coca-Cola. The holidays always find a way. Whether you're making mom's famous recipes or getting your kids all dolled up to spend time with their loved ones, it's about enjoying the real magic of the season by surrounding yourself with good friends and family, delicious food, and of course, an ice-cold Coke.
5: So we're really happy and proud that
6: My Cultura saw something in us, saw the value in the community that we've built because of y'all and decided to bring us on. And so we're super excited about that. But I think also, like, I'm very firmly rooted in keeping this as an audio archive and that Locator is going to continue to highlight community voices and Mm -hmm. folks that don't always get the airtime or media attention that
2: they should. Coca-Cola, proud partner of the My Cultura Podcast Network. Listen to new episodes of your favorite My Cultura shows, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to podcasts. Let me
4: guess. Unknown caller? You could reduce the number of unwanted calls and emails with online privacy protection. The latest innovation from Discover will help regularly remove your personal info, like your name and address, from 10 popular people search websites that could sell your data. And we'll do it for free. Activate in the Discover app. See terms and learn more at discover.com slash online privacy protection.
2: Did you know that you can now become a shareholder in innovative startups via an investment method under Regulation A of the Securities Act? Less than 15 years ago, a mechanism like this wasn't available, making it difficult for common people to get in early on game-changing ideas in companies like Apple or Tesla. Today, Regulation A gives you the chance to contribute to small companies you believe in and make a difference in the world. One company using this method of fundraising, Aptera Motors, is accepting investments to produce one of the world's first never-charge solar electric vehicles. With its integrated solar package and unique aerodynamic shape, Aptera requires no charging for most daily use. That's in addition to its 1,000-mile range battery pack. Head to invest.aptera.us. That's invest.apterra.us to get in on the investment opportunity that's creating a future free from the gas pump and the charging station. With as little as $1,000, you can join over 15,000 investors to help Aptera transform the future of transportation.
3: Joining us on the Pelicans podcast You know her from Fox Sports Undisputed. You know her from years and years of being on the Pelicans and Saints sideline. We're happy to have Jen Hale with us. Jen, thanks for your time.
6: Hey, good morning, guys. It's a pleasure. Always love getting to visit with y'all.
5: Good morning, Jen. Um, Joe just referred to it. uh, You have many tasks in your uh, repertoire, especially this time of year. I I wanted wanted to ask you about... uh, how busy are you right now? I, this is one thing that it seemed like we always talked to you about during the overlap of the football and basketball season. Uh, what, what's your, what was your itinerary? I, I feel like people always ask you that because it's fascinating to hear the way that you have to traverse the country. But what was your uh, itinerary these last few days?
6: Well... So yeah, I'm doing Undisputed now, hosting it, and um, I am I'm so lucky, guys, because I've always wanted to host a national studio show, but I did not want to have to move to LA or New York. So Fox actually worked out a compromise for me, and they built me a home studio. So I did Undisputed from my home studio Friday morning. We had the Pelicans game Friday night. Saturday, I flew out to Phoenix and had Eagles Cardinals yesterday. Today, I just finished doing Undisputed from a studio here in Phoenix. And now I am at the airport, about to come back home.
3: Wow! It's like they used to have uh, "Where in the world is Carmen San Diego?" "Where in the world is Jennifer Hale?"
6: <laughs> <laughs> it's uh, it is my biggest fear this time of year that I mix something up and I end up in the wrong city or without a flight to where I need to be. <laughs> I, I'm constantly looking at the schedules and the calendars, afraid I'm going to mix something up.
5: I know that there's a uh, there's a lot that goes into like where they assign the Fox NFL. Sunday games, and obviously, you said that you had the game in the Arizona Philadelphia game this weekend. Have you ever tried to, you know, campaign for them or uh, try to get them get some more home games for you in New Orleans throughout the season?
6: Jim, that's a great point because I have had so few Saints home games. It's crazy. I have your Seahawks quite a bit. Um, In fact, I have them next week. I have not personally campaigned because I assure you they don't make those decisions based on a sideline (laughs) reporter. But I certainly have pushed my analysts to campaign because now a Rondé Barber or a Mark Schlereth or a Daryl Johnson, they might get something done when it comes to assignments.
5: I remember when I was traveling and you were traveling with the team, there was a weekend that it seemed like you were on the East Coast on a Friday, on the West Coast on a Saturday, and then back (laughs) to the East Coast on a Sunday. What's the off the top of your head, do you remember what the craziest uh, weekend that you've ever had in in this role has been?
6: Yes, because it was so ridiculous uh, with the Pelicans being in the West, right. Um, we end up all over the place, much more so than if we were in the East, where mm-hmm. we we're supposed to be. So there was actually a, a, a trip where I did um, four coast to coast and then two stops in the middle. Um, and that one was just, exhausting <laughs> wow. I hope I don't ever have
5: to do that again I'm getting tired just thinking about the schedule that you have <laughs> but Jen I wanted to, of course we wanted to ask you on the Pelicans podcast about the Pelicans um, I was yeah. I was wondering what, what did you what's been your experience in terms especially the last year or so where you have the same group of guys and it just seems like maybe as a sideline reporter or maybe I mean all of us could probably say this but what's it been like in terms of just experiencing the chemistry and the camaraderie that these guys have developed. It seems like it's just been a, a lot of fun to be in, in these roles.
6: Absolutely. And Jim, you hit it on the head, chemistry and camaraderie. And and I am, look, uh, I might be a homer when it comes to the Pelicans, but I, I, I never lie. And I have covered the NFL for 12 years, the NBA for 11. And hands down, this is the best locker room I've ever covered in either sport mm. when it comes to being connected and being close and having each other's backs. And that is going to translate to the court. I I was flipping through some of the power rankings this morning. USA Today has the Pelicans down at 16. I actually love that people nationally are sleeping on the Pels because I think they're going to use that as bulletin board material with them returning the entire playoff core from last year and then adding Zion back into the mix. I just think it's going to be a phenomenal team, a team to be reckoned with. And we'll see if I'm right here, guys. But. Man, you look at some of the powerhouses that, that, that are getting the national hype, right? The Phoenix Suns, the Brooklyn Nets. There's so many crazy internal mm-hmm. issues. The Lakers, I still just don't see how that's going to work. Um, I think that that camaraderie and that closeness could pay off this season in particular bigger dividends than, than any other season, just because I, I think some of the main contenders are going to have a real hard time keeping tempers in check and Hey, yeah, it's great when you have superstars, everybody wants a big three, but it's not without its problems. And and you have to have servant leaders. I love that term that CJ uses. And uh, while I won't call out names, I will say on those teams, we just mentioned I, there aren't too many stars. I would point to as servant leaders on them.
5: Yeah. I mean, it's kind of refreshing to have such a drama free situation here. It's like the rest of the NBA or a lot of places in the NBA have become like a soap opera where it's like, constantly something is going that's on. probably
3: why they get the attention you know right now
5: sure sure so that, that's been good um i wanted to ask you too um it seems like you know there's always the videos of the sideline reporter um in any sport having to dodge like the post-game gatorade <laughs> and the water buckets and stuff like that but for you i mean how fun has it been was it last season to uh it seemed like there was always someone dancing nearby the interview that you were doing or trying to distract the player. I mean, how, how much fun has that been to just do some of those post-game interviews?
6: I love it. I love it. And I think the fans love it because they get to see true personality from our players, right? And and that's what they want, a glimpse into who this person really is as a human being, not just as a player on the court. Um, and, and that's where you can see uh, Raleigh in action, how close these guys are. They're genuinely so happy for each other when somebody has a huge night. And whether it's You know, Trey and Herb and and Najee acting like bodyguards for BI (laughs) or CJ dancing in the background. Uh, These guys are always celebrating each other's successes. And and, and that is a huge component. Obviously, yes, you have to have the talent too. Uh, But I I think we do. And again, I'm not being a homer here. You look at what you've got in a more confident BI who's ready to step up. and, And I realize most people at least Externally outside the state, look at Zion as the face of the franchise. The B.I. is the heart and soul of the locker room. Uh, and, and and he is ready to step up into that leadership role. Everything that C.J. brings, look at what he did last season, coming in on a trade, trial by fire, no time to ramp up. Now he's had an off-season to practice, to get with the coaching staff, the game plan, to break down what he sees and what he does well and where he can add. Uh, and then we've got some young players that, shoot, I'm just so fired up about Trey Murphy was on fire from three the other night in the preseason game. Uh, Jose Alvarado just seems to keep growing. And then Dyson Daniels, I'm, I'm pumped up about this guy. You know, he, he's going to be that – if Herb's the starting defensive prowess force. I think Dyson Daniels is going to be awesome off the bench. A little worried about that ankle, guys. Heard yeah. it, what, in summer league and then again the other night. Um, so it's always a little worrisome when, when it's the same injury again. But uh, fingers crossed, we have a great medical staff, and he's young, so uh, he's going to heal up quickly and come on back.
3: Yeah, thoughts to Dyson Daniels. He has been a defensive presence already at 19 years old. His awareness is crazy. And, Jen, you touched on it, the the friendship of this team and, and how they are flying under the radar to a certain degree. But Jim and I have been talking about how much attention this team has been getting for the first time in terms of being a legitimate contender in the West, which seems new to this team. Do you think those friendships and that cohesiveness in the locker room is going to prepare them for maybe a little more spotlight than they've had before?
6: It's it's a great question. It's certainly going to help. One of my big bullet points for this season is how do you handle the increased expectations and the increased spotlight? When, When you're the underdog and you're all fighting together, that's a point of, of cohesiveness right that's something to rally around uh now they have to deal with with a lot more pressure a lot bigger expectations and at some point in an 82 game season you're going to hit a sticky spot you just you can't not um and it'll be a test how how strong are these friendships so that the finger pointing doesn't start and the the pouting doesn't start i don't think we're going to see that out of this locker room but I do think that, that that first rough patch, whether it's injuries or whether it's just, you know, an off stretch where shots aren't falling, um, we're, we're going to see exactly what these friendships are truly made out of.
5: Yeah, you know, Jen, by the way, we do appreciate you being kind of the advocate for the Pelicans on a national level. It's something that we definitely need sometimes to get people to get back on the right page and, you know, realize that there's more to the team than maybe just the – Couple guys or just Zion's um, return to the court, so we appreciate that part of it. Um, on Mondays during the season, we're trying to have someone from Valley Sports on each week, and we're happy that, of course, that you could be on with us. Um, I guess one last thing for me is, um, can you kind of describe what you're looking forward to in terms of the coverage this season? I know that um, you guys have you're back for Pelicans Insider, which is a the weekly show, kind of a magazine show. I, I watched the first episode uh, this weekend. Um, what are you looking forward to in terms of just what you guys are going to be doing this year?
6: We're going to do a ton. Um, So Bally Sports New Orleans is revamping to some extent and extending, growing a ton of this products that we've already been doing, like Pelicans Insider. Jim, you're awesome. You've been on Pelicans Insider as our guest analyst many, many times. A star. And we always love having you and <laughs> in your insight. Oh, he's he's phenomenal. He's, he's really a great interview.
5: When they ran um, out of when they ran out of options, they they found me.
6: <laughs> not at all. Not at all. Um, and I think I think what is so fabulous about Insider, Jim. You mentioned the Pelicans starting to get more national attention, and even within the city, right? Um, you're starting to see a lot more people tune in now as opposed to, oh, when football season's over, I'll see what the Pelicans are up to. This city is fired up with Pelican season. It's not the redheaded stepchild anymore. So, so Pelican's Insider is a fantastic uh, weekly 30-minute magazine show where we take you behind the scenes. And, and you get to see these guys in more organic settings, who they are not just as players but as people. Um, and then also deep dive into who they are as players because, you know, I absolutely love sideline recording. If, if I had to pick between studio and sideline, I would do sideline, even though my CPA would shoot me. Um, <laughs> th- th- that's what I love doing. However, it's, when you're calling a game, it can be hard to get into the longer format storytelling because people want the game action, right? Mm-hmm. So Insider is where we can do a three- or four-minute piece into exactly how does Fred Vincent go about changing and improving somebody's shot. What did he do with the eye? What is he doing now with Herb Jones to work on that three-pointer and, and get it to where it goes? How how, how do the mechanics of that work? Um, things like that that I think folks are going to find really interesting. And it helps it helps the city, the fan base, and then nationally as well. When you know somebody, it's easier to like them. It's easier to root for them. It's easier to have a vested interest in them. So, yeah, check out Pelicans Insider. It comes on before every pregame show on game night um, on Valley sports, New Orleans. So an hour before tip and then pregame 30 minutes before tip. And uh, Jim, we absolutely have to get you back on as well.
5: I'll be happy to be there. (laughs) Just just say
3: the word. Well, Jen, congratulations again on undisputed. Uh, I know it's, it's been a long time coming. There's no one harder working than you, no one busier than you. And I can't think of anyone more deserving for that (laughs) opportunity. So congratulations on everything. And thank you so much for joining us on the podcast today.
6: Well, you are way too kind. Um, thank you. I am super excited. And I promise you, if Skip can talk about the Cowboys and uh, <laughs> Shannon can talk about the Lakers, I'm getting tells in there every chance I get.
5: Yeah, keep them in line. Excellent.
6: I <laughs> <laughs> crack the whip.
3: <laughs> thank you so much, Jen. We look forward to seeing your coverage all season long.
6: Thanks, guys. Have a great week.
3: You too. What fun. Jen Hale is always great, always informative. And always positive about your New Orleans Pelicans. We would like to remind you there's a brand new part of the Pelicans podcast family. It's called Between Bites with Nina Compton and Larry Miller of Compare Le Pen and Bywater American Bistro. A brand new podcast where they sit with some of the best New Orleans chefs around, which means some of the best chefs in America, let's be honest, because New Orleans has some of the best food you can find and some of the best personalities you can find as well. It's a culture podcast talking food, New Orleans stories and Pelicans basketball, believe it or not. So please tune in. The first episode drops tomorrow on pelicans.com, and you can subscribe on iTunes as well. Between Bites. Check it out. Tell your friends, tell your family, tell anyone interested in food and culture in New Orleans that there's a brand new podcast they should listen to. Again, tomorrow, Between Bites, with Nina Compton and Larry Miller of Compare Le Pen and Bywater American Bistro. And we're looking forward to them having maybe some Pelicans players. Stay tuned in on the podcast, so check it out. Between Bites, look out for it on pelicans.com. First episode drops tomorrow. So give it a listen and go check out some good food at their restaurants. And thanks again to Jen Hale for joining us on the phone. She's busy. She's jet setting. And uh, Jim, I'm sure you'll be in studio with her again soon, huh?
5: Yeah, it sounds like it. I feel like I've already procured an invite, even though I wasn't trying to. I I didn't have to. You're a man work about town. You're to a busy that, man. So. You're in demand. Come on. <laughs> so I appreciate that. But yeah, um, It'll be fun to be on the show again. I think I was on a couple times last year. Those were very poorly rated shows, though, I feel like, after I look through the, uh, the well, data. That's because
3: everyone was outside banging on the glass trying to get to you. You know, It's <laughs> like band on the run. The Beatles yeah. are in town.
5: You know. Yes, but uh, I did get to watch uh, the first episode this season, as I mentioned to Jen. There's a really good feature about the impact that Brandon Ingram has made here in New Orleans over the three seasons that he's been on the squad, not just on the court, but off the court as far as – um, the culture that has changed, and as Antonio Daniels likes to say, the narrative that has changed about the franchise. Um, I spoke with Brandon, this is an aside, on Media Day and asked him about um, how happy he is with just the way that everything has kind of come together here, and he's really you know, pleased with that, which reminds me that uh, that's going to be in a, in a preseason profile article that I'm I'm doing on Brandon Ingram. It'll be posted at some point over the next week or so. I have a bunch of those that I have to roll out between yeah, now pump and, it up, pump it up. and the beginning of the regular season. Um, obviously, the one rule with the preseason profiles is that you have to stop using them when the regular season starts. <laughs> right. So I, I do have a cutoff. Yeah, of, there's a shelf life, thing, I guess. <laughs> of the 19th game at Brooklyn that I, I need to have them all out by then. But I'm going to have one on Larry Nance Jr. on Tuesday of this week. There will be some other ones um, as the week progresses. I have to kind of finalize my plan for that. But. There, will, there should be a bunch of them between after the preseason game Friday in, in Birmingham, which is the exhibition finale, and the start of the regular season against Brooklyn. So that'll be something that I'll be working on uh, over the next few days and look forward to. I've already rolled out, I think, four of them, but so I have a ways to go. Yeah, well, always look out for Jim's
3: riding. It's always fun, and uh, it's always informative. Speaking of fun, coming up on the next Pelicans podcast, we're going to have Mr. Fun himself, Mr. Todd. Graffinini. We're going we're gonna to have a lot of fun with Graf leading up to the game uh, against the Heat on Wednesday. So check that out. We will have that coming at you very soon. And again, please check out Between Bites coming out tomorrow on Pelicans.com. And we will see you next time at Jim underscore Eichenhofer at jcar504 on Twitter. Until next time, go Pels. Thanks for listening to the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek. Join us three times per week on Pelicans.com, the Pelicans mobile app, or you can subscribe to the podcast on iTunes. We'll see you next time right here on the New Orleans Pelicans podcast presented by SeatGeek.
4: I am Dr. Erica Pahn with the California Department of Public Health. This winter, remember to protect yourself against COVID-19 and other winter viruses by getting your flu shot and COVID booster, testing for COVID if you feel sick, contacting your doctor about treatment if you test positive for COVID, and considering masking up in indoor public places. More tips at covid19.ca.gov. Brought to you by CDPH.
0: No catch. Terrible in sports. No catch awesome and wireless. Visible is wireless without the catches. For $30 a month, get a one-line wireless plan with unlimited talk, text, and data. Taxes and fees included. No catch. Now that's a win. Switch today at visible.com and get up to a $350 gift card when you buy a select device. Port in new activation and completion of three service payments required. Up to $250 virtual gift card and up to $100 instant device discount. Additional terms apply. For data management practices, learn more at visible.com. Do you love books, but find that reading is becoming more difficult with age? The National Library Service for the Blind and Print Disabled, or NLS, provides free, accessible reading materials to people with low vision or other visual impairments. Choose from thousands of audiobooks delivered directly to your door or downloadable on your smart device. Experience the joy of reading again. Visit loc.gov thatallmayread to learn more. That's loc.gov thatallmayread.